How are you doing? How are you really doing? It's February right now, and February is a really tough month. So I want you to know that you are valued, you are loved, and I don't know what's going on for you right now, but hopefully in this podcast episode today, you can find a little bit of encouragement, hope, and strategies for making it through February. Welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. It's a podcast where exhausted women with Hashimoto's or people who think they might have Hashimoto's discover a true, simple, and sustainable path to whole health. In addition to being a registered nurse who absolutely loves truth and research and valid ways to increase your health, I am also a homeschooling mom. When I started homeschooling, oh, 11 years ago, I had this message in one of my Facebook groups in February, and it said, this is the hardest month And just know that everybody feels this way. February is hard. And that post pops up every single year. And I so much appreciate that wise homeschooling mom who posts it every single year. Because February is long. I know, it's the shortest month, but it feels like the longest month. You know, in December, we were looking forward to the holidays. In January, we're still kind of riding high on the Christmas season. And then you have the the cleaning up, the putting away. There's things to do. And then in February, well, there's Valentine's Day, there's Groundhog's Day, but mostly the days are short, although they are getting longer. They're cold and everybody is kind of just sick of being together. That sounds really bad, but you've been cooped up, at least if you live in the Northern Hemisphere up, you know, I'm in Minnesota, it's cold and we're inside all the time together. February is hard. In preparation for this episode, I did some Googling. I couldn't find anything on PubMed about why February is hard, but I found a lot of like popular magazine articles that talked about it. And they mentioned things like people are getting the bills from Christmas. And they talked about the light, the cold, the cooped up. They said everybody is getting sick. You're sick of wearing your winter gear. I thought that one was funny. Um, I guess I don't really care about what I wear all that much. And I have some super nice, soft, super warm sweatshirts. So I'm good with it. But you know, you might be sick of wearing your winter outfits right now. I get it. February is hard and it's hard for a lot of reasons. So that is why I am devoting this episode to helping you get through February and get through February healthier than when you started it. I have a bunch of ways for you to do that today. And they all center around a concept of finding joy. Did you know that increasing the joy in your life is one of the most powerful things you can do for your immune system? It's true. Other than deep sleep, the best thing that you can do for your immune function is to increase your joy. For one thing, Increasing your joy gets you out of that fight and flight response. It gets you out of that stress mode. And anytime you can shift out of fight and flight into rest and digest, which is the opposite, then you are going to be functioning better as a person. Every part of you, body, mind, and spirit is going to be working better than when you're in fight and flight. 
There is one study that was done and they actually looked at cells. And when your cells are under that stress response, they kind of like curl up on each other and they don't allow nutrients in, they don't work as well. And when you're living in a state of love or joy, your cells open up, they uncurl and they function better. I always find that fascinating because in our world today, we want to think about people as just a body, but you are not just a body. You are a whole person and you cannot separate those parts as much as we try. You cannot separate them. Your whole body, mind, spirit. And then there's also diet and environment that are intricately entwined in that everything's related. And when you know everything is related, you can take actions in any one of those five areas, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, to increase the health of the whole you. So today, let's talk about how to increase your joy. But before I dive into the tips, take a deep breath. Take a breath with your belly, with your diaphragm, and then let it out. Relax as much as you can. Obviously, if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road. Please don't be unsafe. But anywhere else, try to relax. Take a deep breath. Let your stress go. And I'm going to share with you a whole bunch of tips for finding joy. I did look on Google again for this episode and I was looking for ways to find joy. And then I decided, you know what? I have really smart friends. I'm going to ask them. So these are all recommendations that actually work for my personal friends. I had a bunch of people respond. I did this on Facebook because I don't know, I feel like people answer more on Facebook than Instagram. I probably should have put it on Instagram for those of you who follow me over there on Instagram. If you want to follow me, I am at esthery.rn and I do not accept friends on Facebook, just so you know. Don't take it personally. Facebook is reserved for people I know personally. Instagram is where I will connect with anybody. So connect with me over on Instagram. I will be posting these tips on Instagram as a carousel so you can flip to your favorite little screen of these tips and share it to your stories so that your friends can also increase their joy. Now, I took all of these different suggestions and I tried to categorize them so that, you know, they make more sense and that we can group them. The one thing that I found was weird, I'm just going to share this with you, is pets did not make it to the list very often. I thought pets were going to be way up at the top. We have two indoor cats, we have several outdoor cats, and, you know, snuggling with an animal is just soothing especially when you're holding a cat and they start to purr. There's something about the frequency of the sound and the vibration that signal to your body. Now, I'm not getting all woo-woo here. It's real. <laughs> the sound and the frequency of their vibration when they're purring, it signals to your body to relax and to be healthier. So snuggle with a cat, as long as, of course, the cat wants to be snuggled. We all know that if a cat does not want to be with you right now, it's not a relaxing experience for you or the cat. So snuggle with a pet, a cat or a dog or whatever animal you have, it helps to relax you, to decrease your stress and increase your joy. So pets is one thing that you're not going to see on my carousel on Instagram, or if you go over to the blog post associated with this episode, it's not going to be there because I think only one person mentioned it and it didn't fit into any of my categories. Let me go through the categories. First, I've got nature. 
Now, taking a hike or spending some time in the garden, getting your hands dirty in the soil, those are things that for some people increase their joy. Now, when you're listening to this list, obviously not every single one of them is going to increase your joy. If you hate being in the garden, or maybe you were told that you had to go pull weeds every summer as a kid and you just have bad memories, well, maybe that's not what is going to spark your joy. But I assure you, there are going to be other things in the list that do. For me, one of the things that I love the most in the whole world, it happens and instantly I am happier it's watching snow fall, or even better, watching and smelling snow fall or rain. I prefer snow. It always makes me smile. I love snow. And the fresh smell when it's snowing or when it's raining, oh, it just boosts my mood immediately. Other things. Let's go into the faith category. A lot of my friends mentioned faith. Now, obviously, if you've listened to this, you know that I am a spiritual person and I have a very strong faith and a very good relationship with Jesus. So it makes sense that a lot of my friends also have that relationship and brought this to the list. A lot of them said that starting their day, reading their Bible or another devotional that brings them closer to Jesus increases their joy. Also, prayer and worship music. And then one that anybody can do, regardless of your faith, expressing gratitude. I did put this in the category of faith because it's a spiritual practice. When you are expressing gratitude, when you're writing it down or when you're talking to God or whoever, it's a spiritual thing. It's an emotional thing too. But expressing gratitude increases your joy. If you write a thank you note and you mail it, it's more powerful. A lot of these practices, they increase in power when you share them with a friend. So if you're going on a hike, it can increase your joy. If you go on a hike with a friend, usually can boost that joy even more. And that goes for almost every single one of these. When you combine it with other people, it increases how much joy, peace, and happiness it can bring to you. Of course, music is a huge part in finding joy in the day. We all know that our emotions can be heightened by playing different music, and we can shift our mood by playing different music. So, and I'm talking about listening to music, but also people mentioned playing an instrument. When you play your instrument, that can increase your joy. Listening to music, lots of people had uh, playlists that they recommended. Listening to music can increase your joy during the day. Again, singing is so powerful. Singing does something physiologically to change your health. Crazy, right? We don't think about the act of singing as changing what's going on in our health, but it can. So singing is something that a lot of people mentioned to increase their joy. And of course, dancing. All of these things go together when you think about music. Playing instruments, listening to music, singing, dancing, it's all good. Of course, 
food also made the list. Now this could be anything from coffee or tea, dark chocolate, or baking treats and sharing them with a friend. Again, sharing food increases the power of how much you enjoy the food and how it's going to elevate your mood in the day. The next category is people. Whether this is family or friends, spending time with others can increase your joy in the day. Now, of course, there are people who will drag you down and I'm not talking about those. But when I asked, you know, how do you increase your joy? People mentioned phoning a friend, talking to a friend and laughing together. Laughter was brought up a lot. You can do laughter individually. As I've told you in other podcast episodes, when you laugh with others, it increases the healing power of that laughter. And just being around friends. Spending time with family can also increase your joy. And a grandma chimed in and said spending time with her grandkids brings her the most joy in a day. I've got two categories left for you. One of them is creating. When you are using your creative powers, it can increase your joy. So whether this is participating in a craft or participating in one of the hobbies that you love to do, it can increase your joy. You can use art and creativity around your house to increase your joy. If you walk by something that somebody else has created for you, does that just lift your spirit a little bit? It does for me. Or one of my friends mentioned that she has reminders all around her house that increase her joy. And she showed some pictures. These are things like I am affirmations, like I am loved, I am valuable, or just inspirational quotes like enjoy today. There's good things that you can post around your house to remind you to smile. The last category to increase your joy, add joy to your day, are the self-care practices. Something as simple as applying lotion, it doesn't take very much time at all, but it's soothing, and depending on the smell of your lotion, it can lift your spirits. Also, aromatherapy. It can add joy to your day for sure. Relaxing in the bathtub. It can add joy to your day. And one of my friends made me laugh. He said that he gets joy from clocking out of work. <laughs> and I can totally understand that too. I've had some shifts in the emergency department where I was so happy to clock out and walk out of that place. It definitely added joy to my day to leave work. Hopefully you don't have a job where that adds joy to you every single day. I firmly believe that we should all be able to find some joy in our work. And I hope you have a job that you can find some joy in. For me, I love helping people. It absolutely lights me up. If you book a Health with Hashimoto session and I get to work with you and help you discover your next step on your path to health, well, you're going to get some great answers and strategy. And in helping you, it's also going to increase my joy. I have been designed and created to help people like that. It increases my joy to work with you. I love it. I hope that you have a job where you can find some joy in that. So even though February can feel like the absolute longest month and the days can feel incredibly long, even though they're short, I hope that this episode has given you some strategies that you can refer back to on those long days when you feel like you're never going to get to April 
because let's not even talk about March. In April, we'll be able to open the windows. We'll be able to smell the fresh air. Maybe you'll have flowers coming up. It's great. You just have to make it until then. And know that no matter how the day feels, no matter what you do during the day, no matter how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your health, know that you are valuable. You are a valuable person because you exist. It doesn't depend on anything that you do or that you don't do. Your value does not depend on your health. Your value is yours. You are valuable because you are you. I hope you know that. You matter. And I look forward to chatting with you on the next episode of Health with Hashimoto's. Hey, if you have an idea for an episode, let me know because I would love to serve you and answer your questions or address things that you are wondering about. And also, thank you so much for sharing this podcast. I've had several people reach out and say, hey, I shared your podcast with this friend. That means so much to me. Thank you. I love knowing that I am serving you and helping you with your health by doing this podcast. It means so much to me. So thank you for sharing it. All right. I will talk to you next week on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 